up, everybody? We're back. <laughs> I'm back with Pastor Carrie. Aren't you so happy I'm here? Yeah. I'm so happy. I froze. I was like, what are we doing? I don't know <laughs> what we're talking we're about here. We're recording a podcast today. I miss you immensely. I normally don't say that. But wow. no, I'm kidding. Wow, wow, I did. Wow. I was out here by myself recording and filming. I don't even know. It was probably heresy. If I, I think you guess. probably did great. But we've missed you. I know that the uh, listeners and the viewers have, have missed you. So do us a favor and uh, stay tuned. We would stay, really appreciate it. Stay tuned. My name is Carrie, and this is my beautiful wife, Megan. And we are the <laughs> pastors of the Movement Church in beautiful Orange County, That's California. Right. And we are coming back at you right now with episode six, seven. Whatever number it is. It's this episode of MC Unpack. That's right, where we're unpacking biblical truths and unpacking um, so many things for you, the listener. And I just want to say, if you live anywhere near Orange County, California, we would love to meet you. Uh, we uh, we meet every single Sunday. You can find out more at theocmovement.com, but we would love to get to know you totally. and uh, meet you face to face. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So what are we today. unpacking today? Well, I believe today we're talking about Sabbath. Is that right? Well, I mean, we've got to start at the very beginning. It's a very good, good place, place to, to start. start. And so what we're doing is we're unpacking our movement manifesto. So what we wanted to do is help people who are attending our church get an idea or a, like a scratch and sniff, a little taste, a little taste of the good life. Part, to it's see. very like Italian. No, it was nacho, a little taste of the glory. Mm. Uh, but to kind of figure out who we are in a few moments. And so uh, we, kind of, we put pen to paper yeah. and took some time and crafted a, a manifesto, which is like, who we are as a church. And then we took a few paragraphs, which we have eloquently titled a paradox of terms. And so we figured we would take the next few podcasts to really unpack what those paradox of terms are. And so let me read to you uh, what we're on. We are, it is episode seven. I was right. I was Good pretty dang near close. Way to so go. here, here's the, the, the episode that we're on today. Here's the paragraph from our manifesto. It says this, we're committed to a healthy body and soul but also to great food. Come on, somebody. Come on. That's a Southern thing, by the way. By the That's way, what Southern preachers do. I, I have my limoncello here today. We'd like to from get LaCroix. Thank you for sponsoring us. We appreciate that. I would I would love a sponsorship because limoncello is my favorite. It is. We probably go through, yeah. I would say, Cheers. way too many in a week. But let me read this paragraph. <laughs> Whoever said stop living to eat and start eating to live obviously have has never had a good burger that being said paul encouraged all things in moderation and to be owned by nothing so we eat well but with restraint we work out and we sabbath hard yeah. oh and enjoy a good beer unless you shouldn't or feel the conviction not to then don't just don't let it master your life so last episode we talked about we did it you did but it was awesome when i say we i mean a me yeah we <laughs> talked about christianity and alcohol i hope you got a chance to listen if not check it out episode six uh but today we want to talk about body and soul care and really unpack kind of god's heart for us when it comes to rest yeah how to rejuvenate how to replenish how to recoil how to release i don't know about relink. the recoil. i don't know i was just trying alliteration and it just <laughs> it just made sense but okay, okay. we want to talk about sabbathing yeah. and resting and and how to actually find healthy rhythms for our right. life 
so that we can do what Paul said. But go ahead, you're going right. to say something. Well, I was just going to say, God wants that for you. Yeah. He wants you to be able to operate from a place of rest. And um, I think in the world we live in today, we, especially in America, I find we run at a very fast pace. Yeah. And um, so God knew that we were going to struggle with that. And he gave us some specific guidelines to help us be able to live and totally. operate from a place of rest. Yeah, he, he built in boundaries, which boundaries are a blessing in our life. Yeah. We, we need boundaries. For instance, um, police officers help create boundaries for us. I mean, just take, for instance, driving down the street. We appreciate, even though <laughs> some of you don't, like myself, we appreciate <laughs> speed limits because it means that people aren't going absolutely crazy and reckless on the road. We <laughs> appreciate stoplights. Those are boundaries that are there for our benefit because we're we're reaching we're, we're reaching we're reaching and we're meeting <laughs> an intersection where if we just go carelessly at this intersection if we just go full speed ahead because we've got things to do places to go and people to see if we carelessly approach an intersection without paying attention to the boundaries yeah. a stoplight yeah. what's going to happen Collision. Devastation. It's going to be devastation. Yeah. It's going to be a car accident. It's going to be pain, suffering, possibly even the loss of life. So we need and we appreciate boundaries yeah. and God established boundaries. Now, there's an entire movement that wants to relocate all that God has done and written in the word to a list of, of rules, of do's and don'ts. Yeah. And that is fully misunderstanding, misrepresenting. Mis <laughs> misrepresenting. I'm going to add syllables. <laughs> To everything You're just making up words today. Mis misrepresenting. misrepresenting God's heart for humanity. But the Bible does clearly communicate his nature, what pleases him, what it means to walk in obedience. Right. And those come in the form of boundaries. There's yeah. boundaries within our marriage. Yeah. The boundaries are that you and I are committed to each other and to no one else. Right. So the boundary is I love Megan with my whole heart, but I have chosen to love no one else in the same way I've loved. I have, and I do love Megan. I have loved. I have loved. You've been a good Once ride. Once upon High a five. time. Come on. Wow. And uh, anyway, so the boundaries are important. And uh, I I believe, um, I'm just dominating the conversation, so jump in whenever <laughs> you feel I believe like I it. am dominating the conversation. I also believe that, uh, I believe God wants us to have a good time. Yeah. Life. I mean, if you look at the life of <laughs> Jesus, he was constantly spending time yeah. at festivals and parties with his close friends and relatives and his disciples. I mean, his first miracle was at a wedding feast, turning water into wine. This is not by accident. I, I believe that God, all throughout the Old Testament and New yeah. Testament, we talked about this last week, yeah. or last podcast, uh, There, God uses festivals to illuminate and illustrate his heart for us experiencing joy. Yeah. But that can be a problem, can't it? If there are no boundaries. Well, yeah, you have to have boundaries. And I think you elaborated on some of that last week. But um, today we just want to talk about boundaries for our life and guarding, um, just taking care of our soul yeah. and our bodies and making sure that we adequately know what it looks like to rest. Totally. So, yeah, we, we obviously uh, an important component that goes into this is not just rest. It's what you put into your body and what you do with your body. Yeah. So we're not here to talk about fitness training and whether you should, uh, you know, hardcore hit that keto diet or <laughs> do some Optavia soy bars or whether you should only <laughs> count macros. We're not here to talk about that. We're not here to talk about whether you're doing F45 or HIIT workouts or Peloton or whatever it is. That, that's not what we're going to talk about today. We're going to talk about the importance of rest for our mind and our soul. 
You know, a few years ago, we had some family out to visit us. And as you do in Southern California, we did some typical tourist things. And one of the things that we love to do is uh, go whale watching. Yeah. We love to be on the water. It yeah, I love us. the water. Yeah, it's like my if, favorite place. If we can smell the ocean, mm. hear the ocean, yep. something is my rejuvenating inside. Where, where, what was that word I said with extra syllables earlier? It doesn't matter. Misrepresentating. You said a lot. Misrepresentating. <laughs> uh, but that doesn't that does nope. not uh, apply. Doesn't here. apply. But we were on a whale watching tour, and uh, when they don't have any whales, they just start telling you facts yep. and trying to make you feel happy so you don't demand money back and then you're gonna see dolphins which they call are whales but we all know doesn't count but, but they're matter. awesome i love we dolphins love so okay. we come upon this pod of dolphin dolphins there's like 400 it was magical mm -hmm. cool moment uh we stood on the bow of the boat megan held her arms out and i said i'm the king of the world oh wait that's a Wrong. that was a different experience was a different moment yeah. Yeah. but <laughs> they told a fact about dolphins there that i'll never forget Dolphins have to continuously swim or they die. They can't stop swimming. They have to continuously swim. Yeah. They are also oxygen breathing mammals. So mm -hmm. they need air, but they also need sleep. Yeah. And we learned this interesting fact about dolphins in that what dolphins will do is as the pod is traveling from one place to the other, dolphins will take turns sleeping but they shut off only half of their brain. Yeah, it's so, so interesting. Crazy, so that they the other half can maintain motor function and they can continue swimming, but the pack will slow down to make sure they're not left behind. That's and awesome. then they'll rest sometimes 30 minute increments, sometimes for an hour increments and they'll rest. Their mind is resting while their body is functioning. And I thought, what a beautiful picture. Yeah. What a beautiful picture that God is illustrating through the beauty and the majesty of dolphins yeah. that we don't just need to make sure we're eating healthy and that we're working out, but we need to take time to rest our mind yeah. and our soul. Yeah. And he put that in the scripture for Absolutely. us as a boundary. And I, I think resting our mind can sometimes be the hardest thing to totally. do because a, a lot of us, I, I would venture to say most of us uh just have a constant list running in our minds you know yeah. constant things that compounds. need to be the done more you think about it, I like know. things get added to the, the to-do list. list just keeps growing or or the anxieties or the worries and i one of my favorite scriptures is in philippians and it, it talks about uh, our our anxious thoughts yeah and it it says that we we should bring all of our anxious thoughts to god in prayer and with thanksgiving and that he, the peace of christ will guard our hearts and minds yeah. and i love that scripture because it's it's a, a reminder that god wants to bring peace yeah. and rest to our minds i i often think though I, i'm about to burp <laughs> I could feel it building up. It's the sugar-free Red Bull. Everyone's excited about dying that. to get the toxins out of my body. Awesome. But uh, I, I do believe that one of the reasons that we struggle with the perpetual state of restlessness and the perpetual state of low-grade anxiety, and let me say perpetual state one more time, the perpetual state <laughs> of that constant meditation on the to-do list, mm -hmm. I think is because often we, we have failed to learn healthy rhythms of rest. Yeah. And so we we have this constant, and maybe it's just, I'll speak personally. For me, it's like this constant internal thing of get to the next, move forward, don't slow down, keep life going. But that really flies in the face of a boundary that God set up for yeah. us at the beginning of time as my ring doorbell chime goes off. <laughs> uh, he set up a boundary for us at the beginning of time. In fact, yeah. we see that uh, God displays this. 
Right. I mean, we see it in the life of Jesus. We see it in the life of characters throughout Scripture. But literally all through, in the very beginning of the story of creation, we see God who creates the hev- light creates and dark. the heavens and the earth. He creates the heavens and the earth. Every animal, every fish of he the sea. He separates the mountains from the seas. I he, mean, he does work. He he, he did it right. And <laughs> he then he awesome. creates man. Yeah. And um, and then he creates woe man. That's right. And uh, which I'm grateful he did that. And uh, and then what what did God do? Like the, on the seventh day. On the seventh day, he rested. rested. Yeah. And God, if he's omnipotent, omniscient, omnipresent, if he takes a day to rest, then I feel like you might be a close second to God, but you're no God. You are not a God? Yeah, that's great. Is that how you say it? You are not a God. <laughs> you are not a good. Uh, but friends, you, you're not God. So you, Yeah, you need rest. Yeah, you do. And so then not only that, but he reemphasizes this when he gives Moses the Ten Commandments. Yeah right in the middle 10 commandments yeah. that are the basis the foundation of humanity i mean the big ones like don't cheat on your wife or your husband uh don't murder kind yeah. of a big one yeah uh, don't lie don't steal do you know i'm in order of course i do okay do you want me Just to tell you checking. in order there's only one god no, no idols, idols. Keep, keep the lord's, lord's name holy keep, keep the Sunday. sabbath holy sabbath holy right <laughs> in the middle he says remember the sabbath and keep it yeah. holy and i want to propose to you that if you want to really begin to experience peace in your life and to learn how to squelch, how to silence the voice of low-grade anxiety and to really find a healthy rhythm, I wanna suggest that perhaps it's time for you to start actually taking the Sabbath and making it holy. Yeah. And there's some great books on this. In fact, I think probably the best author is Peter Scarzero. That's yeah. an awesome name, Peter Scarzero. And he actually uh, was a pastor, is a pastor, mm-hmm. and he got to a place of burnout and almost lost everything. Yeah. Built a great church, had family. I mean, it was just beautiful and got to a place of burnout. And he just took some time to really uh, focus in on what God was saying about Sabbath. And I just think he does a great job talking about He does. About that. And it doesn't just apply to pastors. No. I, I think that's the thing to remember is like, this is for all of us. And I imagine those of you that are listening right now, you may have found yourself at some point or another, maybe right now, in a place where you just feel burned out. Yeah. And um, I think what we'd like to propose is perhaps you haven't learned some of the rhythms of rest that yeah. God has for you. Yeah, totally. And and let me just say there's a caveat to this. So I, I want to say this unequivocally. You, you need to be eating in moderation and doing some type of active activity, whether it's yeah. working out or simply even walking, which is yeah. one of the most underestimated. You just got to move your body. Move your body yeah. three to four times a week. It's just non-negotiable. Yeah. Another non-negotiable, it's a caveat to this, and we're not going to take time today to unpack this, is you need to be spending time daily to build your relationship with the Lord. Absolutely. That's reading the word. It, and it doesn't have to be a certain amount of the scripture. No. It's spending some time in prayer. It doesn't have to be extreme lengths of prayer. It doesn't have to be King James. Oh Lord, today is thine day. Preferably not. (laughs) Please don't. But just daily getting some time with the Lord where you're reading the word, which is understanding his nature. You're praying, you're communicating with him and then just starting the day with surrender. God today, I gave you my life. So those two things are essential caveats. But let's talk about the Sabbath. Yeah. What what does does a Sabbath Sabbath look like? And Sabbath, by the way, 
is just a Hebrew word for what we would refer to as Sunday, a day of rest, a holy day. And uh, I want to just challenge you that you, you want to make sure that you're taking time to, to actually focus in on a day where you or you and your family can rest. And here's what Peter Scarzero says, four things that make up a healthy Sabbath. Yeah. Stop, collaborate, and, and listen. listen. Ice is back with the brand new wood. I knew there was going to be you, singing. You, we had to say it. Yeah, had to. And and I have to sing. Right. It's part of my, it's it's my spiritual gift. But, but back to it because these four things so, are really good. Absolutely. So write these down. Stop, Stop. rest, delight, and contemplation. Yeah. Let me say that again. Stop, rest, delight, and contemplation. And so I want to encourage you to take a 24-hour period. So a great way to look at this would be, you know, sundown to sundown or 6 p.m. to 6 p.m., a 24-hour period where you stop and you stop all paid and unpaid yeah. work where you just go, I'm not going to answer the emails. I'm not going to, um, I'm not going to go to take the phone calls. Take the phone calls. I'm not going to respond to the text. I'm going to set the phone down if I have to on no paid and unpaid work. And, and the reason we have to stop first is because we live under the delusion that the world will not continue without us. And need I remind you, yeah. God created the world. And then he rested. Yeah. And I promise you will never, ever finish all of your goals. That's the true. checklist will always will perpetually always be, be there. there. Exactly. <laughs> but we have to be able to stop before we can move forward. So yeah. 20, my encouragement, 24 hours to just stop. Yeah. I think one thing that people find hard with this um, is often in seasons of having young children. Oh, yeah. Because um, you don't actually, sorry, parents, you don't get to stop being a parent. <laughs> That's so, exact. Please, if you heard me say stop yeah. being a parent. <laughs> because no. that feels like work sometimes, oh, right? Yeah, totally. I mean, a lot of times, especially when you're But if you're paid young, to be a mom, that's a sweet gig. And so I want but your job. It's a lot of work. Yeah. Uh, so when you when you talk about that, you're talking about work. You're talking about um, our, paid or our unpaid job work, yeah. and our vocation. You're talking about uh, paying bills, sitting totally. down and paying bills. You're talking about the, the day in and day out tasks that need to be managed totally. in your home. Um, you're not saying you know, throw up your hands and stop parenting for the day. No, uh, but, but, but you involve your kids in the Sabbath. But I actually am going, at the end of this, I'm going to tell you that it's going to take some work. And yeah. I would encourage you, like, to, like you, you, if you're a family, then the Sabbath is for your family unit. It's yeah. not you getting away from. It's not escape from anything. In fact, it's quite the opposite. It's a refreshment to get back into the fullness of yeah. what God has for you. And so I would just challenge you that to, like, literally, we, what we try to do is we try to coordinate where we're not doing grocery shopping on our Sabbath because that's a long, it's a long it's arduous process. process. We're not paying bills on the Sabbath. We're, we're literally taking time to stop and in or you stop so that you can rest. Yeah. In fact, this is God's invitation to rest. Yeah. He rested after the work of creation and he set up boundaries that we do this one in seven days. Yeah. Now, we don't want to get so hyper-legalistic about it that it has to become regimented. And if we ever have 23 and a half hours, then I'm not resting because sometimes life happens and the crap yeah. hits the fan and you just don't have that as a luxury. But you can make it the rule rather than the exception. Right. And, you know, a great way to look at it would be Friday, 6 p.m. to Saturday at 6 p.m. Or whatever it is or for Saturday you. Saturday to Sunday. Sunday is traditionally the Sabbath. And it's sun Yeah, absolutely. They going would, to church is still part of Sabbath. It's part of Sabbath. <laughs> and when this was originated, they were going to temple on the Sabbath. Yeah. So it starts sundown 
on Friday afternoon and go all the way through. They would attend yeah. church. They would serve in church. Yeah. They were a part of the community. They would. There would be times where they would read the word or they yeah. would lead in worship. Because those moments in the presence of God are meant to be refreshing, refreshing to absolutely. Our, our spirit and our soul. Absolutely. It, it just depends on what days yeah. of the week work for you. I love our Sabbath begins on Sunday. That's what we absolutely love. And so it's I stop first and then I can rest. Yeah. And in order to do that, it's going to require some advanced planning yeah, some planning it's going to require some advanced planning it's going to be you taking time to make sure all the little to-dos are done the honey-do yeah. list is completed maybe you have kids who are in little league and they've got games or you know all that stuff i'm just telling you god put the boundary in on purpose yeah. you're going to want to make it a priority you, you have to map out your schedule and i don't know if you're in the practice of doing that um for those of you that are married or have families this is something good to do to sit down and look ahead at the week and to map out what are the things that totally. need to be done um what is on the to-do list so that we can plan accordingly for that day of rest yeah right? absolutely it's some it's going to take some work but you plan and you work your life yeah. around leading up to a vacation and you do that so that when you get to vacation, you can rest. Yeah. So God set this boundary up on a weekly basis because we need it. We Just need like the it. dolphins who are constantly yes. moving, constantly going, they have to get yeah. mental, emotional, spiritual rest in there somewhere. So I'm just suggesting yeah. that you might be missing this as a component. So the first component yeah. is stop. The second is rest, and the third is delight. Well, because I think rest might look different to all of us, totally. right? So this Absolutely. is where delight comes in. Yeah, and and that's a that's a great point because for me sometimes rest is just sitting down and like watching a good show right. or a good movie. That's not always your favorite thing no, to do. No, I mean I I love a good show yeah. and I love a good movie, but it's not that's not necessarily refreshing to me. Totally, um, a great conversation it's is just, refreshing to me. It is every time, especially if we're dreaming. <laughs> yeah, dreaming. So. But that's where we get into delight. Yeah. So the, the one component of of the Sabbath would be that, like, take for instance, God. He he finished creating the the light and the dark, and he said, "It is, it is good. good." And he created the land and the seas, and he separated them, and he said, "Yeah, it is good." So on and so forth. So there's something beautiful. Beautiful. It's beautiful. It's so beautiful. <laughs> beautiful in every single bay. Buzz band, bing, bing, oh bang. All right. Oh, that's delightful. <laughs> she just likes me to sing to her on our side. I do. But All day. What is it that brings you delight? Maybe it's like sitting down after you, you stopped, you've rested. Maybe you get the kids to bed and you just want to read a good book. Yeah. And that just brings you delight. Yeah. Maybe it's having of so many burps. I can't. Oh my God, like, I'm you, so sorry. You knew a podcast was coming. I can't. Still. I, I did not try to do that into the mic. I was trying to hold that back. Our producer is laughing hysterically. <laughs> she can't even breathe right now. I'm sorry. I can I hope smell you're it. entertained, guys. Are I, you not entertained? <laughs> okay. <laughs> so what? What? You bring me delight. Aww, I hope you're bringing our girl, listeners delight shoot. right now in this moment. Well, you are beautiful. <laughs> Thank you for that. What brings you delight? What, uh, what? refresh like like okay this may sound silly you might think that this is uh like an excuse thing but like being on the golf course it brings me to light yeah and sometimes i like to play by myself and i just me out there and i'm just in the golf yeah, going, cart going shopping brings me to light going shopping by myself wanna, remember moderation matters moderation <laughs> matters okay but we said this earlier being at the ocean brings light so yeah. every 
Monday morning, we get to the ocean. I we're do. either hiking by it or we're just drinking coffee by it and we're just talking. Why? It brings us delight. Yeah. Some of you it might be preparing a great meal for your family. Yeah. That brings you delight. For some of you, it might be not talking to anyone, yeah. which might be hard if you have a, a family. That's true. But you can create pockets within Sabbath where you just say, okay, I'm going to take some time and get some me time, go on a hike, driving Take a ocean, bath, whatever. Taking a bath, sitting in the car, hiding in the closet, whatever it might be. So it's going to take some planning. <laughs> whatever brings you delight. Yeah, it's going to take some planning. But this is important. And God, God is in, in inviting us to enjoy his creation and to enjoy this life. And, and, and so, like, I think that is going to it's going to bring you some freedom because we have low grade anxiety so often yeah. here. And we got that checklist going all the time because what has been taught and permeated through our culture is that we have got to get ahead. We've got to acquire more. We've got to make more money. We've got to climb yeah. the proverbial ladder. And it's this, this underwritten code. It's this code running behind the software of our life that says we never quite have enough. Yeah. And so when we stop and we rest and we find delight, yeah. that's gratitude. Oh, yeah. And gratitude shifts something yeah. in our mental makeup. And it start we start to appreciate the things that we're walking through. We appreciate the things that we have. We appreciate yep. the people in our life. And I'm just saying, like, one time a year does not count. No. This is not a vacation. This isn't just vacation. This isn't this a retreat. Is weekly. This is weekly. Yeah. Well, grateful, gratefulness, it, it shifts the atmosphere of our heart. Absolutely. And uh, and so I think gratefulness in and of itself, it produces rest. Absolutely. And so that's part of, that's part of it. Yeah. I love that. So we have stop, rest, delight, and then contemplation yeah. or contemplate. And this is where we... Gosh, let me use a deep word. This is where we ponder yeah. the love of God. And we ponder, we, we like, we meditate on the goodness of God. And and we we contemplate about where we're at. And, and, and we take time on a Sabbath. It doesn't mean that you have to spend hours in prayer on the Sabbath. But that's one of the reasons I love church being in your Sabbath. Too. Because, oh, we, we, at least at the movement church, yeah. we start with worship. Yeah. And, oh, it's it's it contemplating. Focuses your attention. Focusing, right. A laser focus is. on the goodness of God. Yeah. In fact, if you come to church and you don't engage personally, however you engage in worship, you are missing out. Yeah. You might have made church about you. And church is not about us. Church yeah. is about, number one, glorifying God. Yeah. Then it's about us growing in our faith. And then it's about reaching the world. But it starts, the primary focus of church is to glorify God, to contemplate his goodness, yeah. his faithfulness, his holiness. And I just want to challenge you, like weave that into the portion of your of your Sabbath yeah. and, and watch. And weave it in with your family. For those totally. of you that have children or that uh, maybe you just have roommates, maybe your friends and you're sitting down for a meal together, weave in talking about the great things that God has done. Like oh, yeah. celebrate something from the week. I was just reading Psalm 105 this week and it's, um, it's this moment of just like giving such gratitude and glory to God for his faithfulness and all of the incredible things he's done. And it's really going back to the, to the people of Israel who yeah. he had brought out of slavery and uh, taken through the wilderness and into the promised land and recounting all of the good totally. things that God has done. And it says, don't stop talking about these things so to good. your children and your children's children, because we've got to celebrate the goodness of God. Totally. That's That will bring rest to our soul. Yeah, I, I'm not just trying to weave in a song, but I think of that. Um, I see the evidence of your goodness all around. Oh, yeah. That's I see one. the evidence of your goodness. I think that's how yeah, it I mean, goes. that was close. Yeah. Anyways, I just think that, man, I, I just, 
I wonder if for some people who are tuned in right now, whether you're on Spotify or the YouTubes or whatever <laughs> it is you're watching on, I just wonder if maybe the enemy, the voice of the enemy is louder and it's coming through the lens of, of dissatisfaction, yeah. complaints and frustrations, and maybe just a perpetual discouragement because you don't feel like you're seeing the fullness of what what you're capable of. Yeah. And I just wonder if maybe the key is one in seven days taking time to stop paid and unpaid work, to actually rest, to do something that brings you delight, and then just contemplating the goodness and the faithfulness of God. Because, man, I have found that when I'm really discouraged and frustrated— yeah. This is me. I don't want to speak for other people, but when I'm really discouraged and frustrated and I like, like really just like, like wondering if I can actually move forward or accomplish what I have in my heart, it's usually because I'm more focused on what is not happening or what I haven't seen or what I haven't accomplished. And the moment I shift my perspective to what I am seeing and what God is doing Something internally changes, yeah. but the external rarely does. Hmm. It's an internal yeah. shift. And I just wonder if God in his infinite wisdom may have set this boundary up because he knew we needed it mentally yeah. and emotionally, spiritually. He knew that our soul needed to stop, to rest, to delight and just to contemplate the goodness and the faithfulness of God. Yeah. I, I'm, you're going to have to be intentional with yeah. that. Um, you're going to have to plan for it. You're going to have to... Um you're going to have to really treasure it and make sure that you don't allow anything else to get in the way totally. and make sure you don't allow uh, excuses. But I do think that, that that one day, so this should be involved in our everyday, like you mentioned earlier, the everyday taking a moment to just pause and to to rest and to spend time with the Lord and totally. to be grateful. But, but then we set aside the entire day, yeah. one entire yeah. day, 24 hours that is all about just celebrating the goodness totally. of God. And, and it is a choice. It's a choice on what we fix our minds on. It's a choice to choose to celebrate rather to the, rehearse the negative. Yep. And um, I just think if we begin to put that into practice in our life, I think we're going to find uh, a refreshing yeah. because that's God's desire for us. Yeah, let me give you some practicals. So here's like a practical step. Budget the Sabbath into your calendar. That's great. Okay, so um, hopefully if you're an adult watching or paying attention, you have a budget. Like you schedule, okay, uh, X amount of dollars to mortgage or rent, X amount of dollars to car payment, X amount of dollars to utilities. You're budgeting where your dollars are going. So listen to me. Budget your minutes. So just take four weeks, try this for a month, four weeks, and budget the salary, the Sabbath yeah. into your calendar. So find a day that's going to work for you and try to pick, if you can, a 24-hour period. If maybe some of your, maybe you're a firefighter and you're, you're scheduled and crazy or you're week. a flight attendant or maybe right. you're a real estate agent. It's just crazy hours. Okay, fine. Don't get caught up in what you can't do. Focus on what you can do. Maybe you have to start with 12 hours. Yeah. And then as you budget the minutes of your week, take a time period in your week yeah. to plan to do the things you would normally do on the Sabbath and get it done on a Tuesday night yeah. or on a Wednesday morning or whatever, whatever day this can take. Whatever works for you. Work, you might not get as much sleep as you want on Tuesday, but 
We're aiming at Sabbath, and Sabbath is going to be a party. And then the second thing is this. Be stringently flexible. Okay, so we think about palm trees who are flexible because they can handle hurricane gale force winds. And if you ever see them and they're blowing in a 120 mile an hour wind, it looks like they're bending completely over, yet they're able to stringently maintain because the roots are deep and they've got the firmness of the trunk. So some things are going to come up, especially as you try to work this into your regular schedule because the enemy doesn't want you to rest mentally, spiritually, and emotionally. So some things are going to come up. Okay, don't worry about it. Don't freak out. Don't throw the the proverbial baby out with the bathwater. Just get right back on it rearrange your sabbath move it to a different day this week you you guys know how to 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 manage this in your life but be stringently flexible and and just aim at a goal man if you got if you're not sabbathing sabbathing at all you got one in there this month that'd be awesome but aim at three just knowing something's going to come up and i'm just telling you watch what god will do when you stop rest delight yeah and contemplate Contemplate. the goodness and the faithfulness of god he's good listen we are meant to enjoy life, yeah. to have some great food in moderation. That's right. But to take care of the body, the Bible calls it the temple, the Holy Spirit. We also got to protect and take care of our mind yeah. and our soul. And listen, we believe in you. I'm just telling you, this is going to be a great season for your life. Yeah. Why don't you take a minute and pray for them sure. before we close out? Sure. Lord, you know every single person who is listening today. God, you know what they're walking through. God, you know some of the internal struggles, some of the anxieties that have yeah. just been weighing them down. And God, I I know that your desire is peace and rest for yeah. their soul. God, I thank you that in Psalm 23, you remind us that you lead us beside still, still waters. waters. God, you restore our souls. And God, I just pray that for every single individual listening, God, that you would just gently, as you do, challenge us with where we can rearrange some things in our life and prioritize the Sabbath. God, that you would help us to, to set aside that time so that we can experience the yeah. rest and the joy that you have for us. Yeah. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Listen, thanks for tuning in. We'll be back in it with another episode shortly, so do me a favor right now. Hit the little like button, yeah. subscribe, and listen, do me a favor, share this with somebody that you know needs this, whether it's on YouTube, Spotify, whatever it is. We can't wait to be right back here with you at MC Unpacked. That's right. See you later.